Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Unqualified Preacher Podcast. My name is Ine Mudeodeong and today is the final episode of the year. The final episode of 2019, I can't believe it. 2019 is over, we're about to get into 2020, wow. So today I'll be sharing my faith lessons, my top 5 faith lessons of the year. The first one is that God is love. And I know that, you know, we hear that a lot. And I think sometimes we, we see that in the Bible, you know, God loves us so much. You know, he sent his son to die for us. And we hear people say that. And we hear people talk about it. And, you know, that sometimes I, I don't think that we, you know, truly understand what that means. And for me, I, I truly got to understand that simple, seemingly simple um, stated fact, which is that God is love. And knowing that, learning that, believing that really changed my perspective on God or even how I dealt with, you know, the other other human beings. Understanding that God is love made me want to run to him because there is nothing as exciting or as amazing or as wholesome and wonderful as being in a relationship with someone that you know truly loves you and who better to love you than the person, the only person that's ever claimed to be love. And that's God. And so I learned that this year. It was... It was the only thing was it was the only thing that actually helped me survive. So just truly knowing that God exists, that God loves me, that God is love. But sometimes I think that we we, we equate we look at God and just sometimes see fear, see many things, see all things that we put onto God. But this year God helped me take away all those things and just see Him as who He is, and that's love. And that just reshaped everything, and that just everything just became better for me. Life became better. It became so much easier for me to express that love to other people on a daily basis. I found I found myself becoming an intercessor for other people, which is you know what Christianity is really about. And actually, I'm going to um, one of the first uh, situations, experiences I had this year that really helped me understand that was. I, um, I got kidnapped early this year. I got kidnapped in January, towards the end of January. And some people that know me know this already, but just in case you didn't know, here's the story. So I got kidnapped by ritualist, right? And I, I remember being in the car lying down there. And so I was in the car lying down there. And I remember I was initially really scared. Who wouldn't? And... Um, then I remembered who I was, and I was like, what? You know, Holy Spirit, where are you? Like, I'm not supposed to be alone. You said it, you know, that I'm never being alone. And where are you? You're yeah, my comforter, you're my helper. And I called on the Holy Spirit, and he showed up, and fear left me. But fear didn't just leave me. <laughs> fear didn't just leave me. The guy, I found myself praying for other people. I found, so there were four guys in the car, the four kidnappers in the car. And then they told me that they had found someone else. And... Once the Holy Spirit took control of the situation, I, my lips were moving, but they were not my words. I found myself praying for the kidnappers. I'm going to repeat that in case you didn't hear the first time. I found myself praying for the kidnappers that you know God would help them do differently, see differently, know Him, choose Him, abandon evil, you know, stop serving things that are not right for them. I found myself praying for the person that they said, the other people that they were, you know, um, looking for because it, it became clear to me because they were on the phone with other people that they were not just the only ones, you know, scaring the streets of, of Lagos looking for people to kidnap. And I was praying that because it really, it wasn't me, trust me. But yes, they were my lips. <laughs> 
as I was just like, no, Holy Spirit, what's happening? This is not what am I praying for? What am I interceding for people when all I want is this out of this car? Like I called you so that you would just, you know, ask African magic and just open the door and everything. You know, like I was imagining something dra- drastic like that. Like, you know, you know, Paul and Silas started praying and started worshipping and the chains removed and as I was imagining I think in my mind I was imagining something like that would happen. And in that moment I got a, a I got a peep into God's heart. It was just so filled with love. And I was like, what? Like these people that society will say are the least of the least are the scum of the earth. God wants these people. God is God cares about these people. God wants these people to choose better, to know him. And it broke me. I was just like, wow. And since then, as the year has, has as the year has gone by, I've seen other times where God just would just give me, you know, instances into his heart. So just give me a peek into his heart and I'll just be always surprised at how much he loves people. Even the people, especially the people that people people would look down on or people that don't that people just want to run away from or not even think to pray about. And it was just a reminder for me this year of just God loves all of us so much. God is love. Like we say so many we, we go on social media and even in real life, we say so many terrible things about him and all these bad things that people say, but God truly is just love. And I learned that from that was my biggest lesson for this year that God is love, that God really loves us, and that as his children, we should express that love. It's not enough for us to say I'm a Christian and we are gossiping and bad mind bad mouthing and just negative stuff is coming out. No, if you know God and you experience his love, it just makes sense for you to ex- to express that love to other people and to just make people and when people know you, when people experience it, they're like no, this person who is who there has to be a higher power here in this situation because how can you be this loving in this Nigeria, in this Lagos, everything is hard, but somehow you know you're still holding, you're still different, you're still what is this magic? <laughs> I need this magic, and yeah, I, I learned that for myself that nobody God loves every single person, the same God that made me made the rest of humanity, and the way He loves me is how He loves the rest of humanity. The way he wants me to spend time with him, the way he wants me to know him, is how he wants everybody to know him too. So, for any person that doesn't really believe it, or doesn't know it, or has heard it, but it doesn't really become your reality, I pray that, you know, in 2020, or even this year, that the few hours of the year, that you would really understand, or just just ask him like god i keep people keep telling me that i love what does that even mean and you'll be overwhelmed by just how amazing and how just awesome his love is so just god is love god is love god is love so my second lesson which led to the birth of this which actually birthed this, this podcast was that love has no room for shame i think that so i i got the should i say inspiration idea whatever for this podcast i, I think maybe sometime last year but i rebelled against i talked about it um, during my first episode but i rebelled against it because i just felt unworthy i felt like no it's me and shame now like shame had been my faithful companion for many many years so it was just like no i'm not i can't be the one who me talk about god who am i after all the things that i've done and i just felt like no there was no way you know i could you know like shame i did not realize until this year how much shame had just taken over my identity and i had 
become so comfortable in it until this year and then i learned this year, like I, I became an actress shame change oh god shame shame and guilt just like it was buried deep inside me but outside i could perform you would see me and think i am i was or i could pass off for you know the most com- one of the most confident girls in the room who doesn't have anything to hide or who just you know is living her best life but inside I, it was something else inside i was just filled with shame so when i felt when i got the idea to start this uh podcast i was when i when i just when i felt led to start this podcast i was like no god no you're making a mistake go back it's not me i knew i was like in case you don't have eyes god i know plenty of people <laughs> i know plenty of people that you know are better than me and should be the ones that should be talking about you and no as in i could just go on and on and on about you know how shame just <sighs> just ruined me and made me I, I was i was no better than the prodigal son that was eating you know the food that was meant for pigs that was just how i felt and god was trying to call me to something more and i'll be like no god no i'm not worthy no i'll be and hide in one in one corner but this year god really opened my eyes to seeing that that this is not the life he wants me to live. This is not the life he wants any of his children to live. And I know that we've all done things that we're not proud of. And you know, when you do that, when you do whatever those things are, when you do those things, you start to feel guilt comes and then shame comes, and you start to feel like, you know, God doesn't love me. God could never love me. And you start to hear those voices in your head. And this year, I learned that those voices are not from. They're not of God. They're not from God. God convicts us to come to him. He doesn't convict us for us to die and bury ourselves in guilt and shame. So I learned that if I do anything, it's just for me to just come back. Come back like that that baby that's like, oh mommy, see I fell down. Kiss my leg and make it better. But that that really is it. Like God doesn't the Bible wasn't joking when he said that we're Jesus Christ, you know, has come to give us life in abundance. Like, he wants us to live an amazing life. And that life has no room for shame. And I learned this year that shame and God cannot exist in the same person. And I had to let go of one. And it wasn't, it wasn't a once, uh, how do I put it? It didn't just happen overnight. It didn't just, it didn't just happen like that. It took time. It started with me praying about it a lot more talking to a friend that I trusted from church and just I opened up and told her everything and I think that really helps having people in your life that you can be honest to or honest with and know that they won't judge you you know it really helps and especially if the person is spiritually mature because the person can guide you and you know help you come back because I remember there was a time I remember making that call before I made that call I was feeling really down I just felt like all the weight of the world was on my shoulders and I just I didn't see a way out and I called this person and thankfully God used that to begin the journey to realizing that you know there is no room for shame when it comes to you know this journey with God and now I just want to let you know too if you if you've done anything or you're dealing with shame or guilt you don't need to die there you don't you don't need to feel like you know no one gets it and no one God can never forgive you because he can and apart from shame I also think about God's forgiveness the way for God forgives is like he just purifies us and cleanses us and it's like it's never happened 
what what happened what you did never happened and so we can have that when god convicts us it's not it's not trust me it's not for us to to carry the weight of our sin and live there and die there and become friends with you know shame and guilt no it's for us to realize what we have done and realize that we are better than that and this is not the life that we're supposed to be living and run to him and be like oh i'm sorry father this is what happened and he just forgives and when you do that there is no there's room for shame it makes you you become shame free you become you really become free and there is trust me now that i'm living on this other side there is something wonderful about living without shame as a companion anymore it's like you're walking around and you're actually smiling and you're actually enjoying this life that you know you're supposed to be living and so i could go on and on about trusting shame is terrible guilt is terrible so please don't die there just come back confess talk to someone that can talk you through it ask the holy spirit to come to the situation and just fix your life and he'll help you he'll free you from bondages you didn't think you could free yourself from like you didn't think you could ever be free free of and one day you look at yourself and realize that there is no shame and there's no guilt and it really is wonderful to believe in that life um so that's that (laughs) another lesson i learned this year is that nothing can take the place of a one-on-one time with god i think that you know for some for, for some of us we go to church on sunday you know if you want to be good safe we go again on thursday or on wednesday depending on your churches maybe except when your churches maybe except it happens and during those two times can be the only times that we hear the word of god and some people think that's enough nah nah it's totally not enough you can't imagine you're in relationship with someone that you say you love would you be fine just talking to them twice a week no when we say we are, we love someone and we like someone and we are dating someone we call them every two seconds we are chatting with them every time we're like oh my god i miss you i can't wait to see you or this that how was your day tell me about your day it is when it comes to god the person that we call ourselves as a person that we are named after I mean, christians right we, we tend to just you know throw him aside and just visit him on, on Sunday and Wednesday or Thursday and that's it and this year I learned that now if I'm going to live the life that I'm supposed to be living I'm going to truly be intimate with God and be empowered to say no to, to, to shame to sin and to truly live the life that I've been called to live I cannot afford to to just open my bible every once in two weeks every once in a month or every once on sun, like every once in a week on sunday i learned that this like once anytime that you just give it just try it out try just spending quality time with god for one week and compare it to how you know to how you feel and what you see and what you experience when you just abandon god there's a difference this life that we are supposed to live as Christians, we can't live it by ourselves. If we will just there's a reason why many of us, there's so many churches everywhere, but like a lot of us are powerless because we're not plugged in. We're just trying to exist by ourselves. And it cannot happen. You can't seem to certain things just by your own self-will or self-discipline or self-control. No. 
and apart from all these other things these are all these other benefits that come with um following god or staying plugged in you just need we just need god like we cannot exist outside of him he's our source he's he's everything so i learned this year that it really is important that nothing can take the place not not no 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 sermon on youtube no like not these other things are add-ons but it's important to important to make time for god to make that conscious um effort to spend time with god and uh, for me it helps for me it helps if i'm intentional with it because if i say that god is important to me then i'm going to make time for him so a few things that i did to be more intentional about spending time with god was setting alarms so i would i had alarms for mornings alarms for night it was like i like i think i learned that from someone i can't remember her name right now that i follow on on instagram so i would set an alarm in the morning and then set an alarm um at night and then some days i would set an alarm in between the day to just remind me to be intentional about it that i'm not just going through because sometimes i would you know make time for god in the morning make time for god at night but then in between the day the many hours of the day it was just like i was you know a free agent so i i liked to set um i found out that setting alarms during the day to just bring me back to you know that god consciousness was really helpful for me and it made it so much easier to hold on to you know god and hold on to who i am in him instead of just being swayed by what was happening in the world so yeah spending time with god is key you cannot you cannot be empowered to live this life that i've been called to live if you don't spend time with god you can't empowered you can't be empowered to do what you're supposed to do in the world go out there and just be the light if you do not spend time with him so another lesson i learned was that community is important um a few years ago i think it was 2017 i think i was looking for a church i'd been praying to god for a church and i didn't just want to i was born i'm born a, i was born a catholic but along the line i was just like nah this is not for me and for many years i kept praying to god to take me to my church a church that would help me know him better that i could do life with you know just just to take me home and long story short i to cut the long story short i was led to a church called the tribe and it's been amazing since then and this year was a very difficult year for me the the kidnapping left me with ptsd which made it difficult to go out every day and i had to go out almost every day because of work right and i had to get into crowded buses with strangers which made me very paranoid and scared and plenty of things so just 2019 was you know was was, was kind of difficult and i have to say that apart from that like god showed up for me but then he also showed up through my community sometimes even when i didn't want <laughs> even when i didn't want them to like after after um the kidnapping and I, before just before they released the kid just before the kidnappers released me they took all the money from my account and that was one of the first ways that you know god showed me that community is important because my church members contributed money to help me get a new place and to survive until i got a new place and i just i was blown away by that they didn't have to you know they really didn't owe me jack it's not like i am the most 
you know nicest person in church or the most attention the most i i really don't but they did that and it was just i was just like wow god wow and as time went on throughout the rest of the year there would be times when i'll just be in my head in my house just isolating myself i, I can be a thinker and a lunar and when when that happens when i get in my head sometimes i tend to isolate myself and God showed me how important community is because God, God didn't, we're not created, as human beings, we're not created to do life by ourselves, we're created to do life with people. So, when I, whenever I isolated myself, someone called me. It was just like God was always, when he tried to get to me and he couldn't by himself, he would send someone. There were times he got to me by himself and there were times he sent people. And someone would call me and say, you know, God told me to call you, hope you're okay. I had, I, I became friends with this annoying guy called Shegun Samson and God really used him in my life this year because he would just come out of the blues like yeah leave your house come out of your house and I'm just like oh God who sent this one but looking back at the year I am so grateful for the community of for the community I have around me like it's not it's not by my strength it really is not it was by my strength they would not have abandoned me like because I'm like I'm not the easiest person to deal with or to be around and yeah, community is important. You need, you can't do this life alone. You run mad. You just run mad because nobody can handle all the things that come, you know, with life by yourself. Like, no, community is important for you, for your, for you, for you. And then you also need to be, you know, community to other people. So it goes, you know, both ways. And I learned this year just how powerful and important community is. And so I'll just say that if you do not have a church that I go to, I pray that by next year that you really pray about it and be more intentional about it and find a place to plug in so that you can do life with people because it really it changed it it's different when you are doing life with people where you know that you have people that are thinking about it, that are praying for you. I remember um, a particular morning when I was going to work and I, I was having a panic attack. I had a lot of panic attacks this year. And I was having a panic attack and I just reached out to two people, Makochi and Esther. Esther Bonabasi. And I was like, guys, I can't I can't breathe. I feel like I'm about to like I was just it was bad. It was a really bad panic attack and they started to pray for me on WhatsApp, you know. So I think eventually one of them called me, but and other times where yeah, I had people that I could reach out to and or just even on the group, church group, like guys, I'm going to do something and people are just calling and just you know, it really it really is it it's it's something else knowing that you have people, you know, to reach out to and to pray with and to laugh with and to joke with and to pray for. You know, it's 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 wonderful, it's beautiful and if we when when that happens i feel like we really start to you know experience god in a new way you can experience god by yourself but being with other people you see different you see different expressions of god in other people because you know we're all made by god but everybody's different and everybody's unique and when we come together as a community we can celebrate the unique things about us and then you also see things to aim for like I know in my, I have people in my church that I see their journey with God and I see, 
I see what they have with God and it makes me realize that, okay, there's more, you know, there's, I have something to look forward to because I want what that person has and I want what that person has. If I didn't have community, I wouldn't know what to look at. Like, yes, we, 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 we have the Bible and we have the experiences in the Bible, but seeing it in your everyday life, like before you, people living it is, 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 is different, is important. And that only happens in community community so community is key if you are like me and you tend to isolate yourself please don't like apart from the fact that you are let's say robbing yourself of other people's amazingness by keeping yourself hidden you're also not letting other people experience you because god has put wonderful things in all of us and you know we are all supposed to i, I think i saw a tweet today that said something about we will not we will not we no longer hide our blessings in 2020 something like that and we all have wonderful things to offer the world. And it makes no sense when we act like the guy in the Bible who was giving talents and buried them on the ground. So 2020, let's find communities. Let's plug in. Let's be more intentional about, you know, having people around us. It doesn't have to be, you know, 20 people. or Just just know that you have your tribe. Coincidentally, my church is a tribe. But hey, it works find your tribe and find people that you can do life with and it makes a difference you you will have a better year for it you will know god better for it because you can you can see one thing and interpret it a certain way and someone else sees that same thing and interpret it in a different in a whole different way you know and it just there's so many benefits to doing life with people and i learned that this year that community not isolation is part of god's plan for all of his children so plug in find your people and do life with them and let preferably let them be people that point you to god and do not take you away from god you know people that are constantly reminding you of who you are when you are down they can lift you up and when when they are down you can lift them up too it really really is important um i think this is my uh last last um lesson for i had so many lessons i couldn't you know just there's so many god god just showed up in 2019 like God was just everywhere. Like there were times I would feel God hugging me. I have never until this year I'd never felt the way I would be standing and I'll feel just a physical hug by someone that I cannot see. And you just feel at peace and home and 2019, if I didn't learn anything this year, is that God is real. God exists. God is not just this guy in the sky that is just far away there and it's just this badu or this moral monster. No, God is real. God is love. God, God is funny. God is witty. God, God speaks in many ways. You know, sometimes it's, there was a period where every time I was coming home, I would look in the sky and it was like God was just having fun, just painting the skies. Like the skies would be so big. I think it was last month, early this month. These guys were so beautiful and yeah, doing life with God is amazing. Don't let anybody tell you anything. Doing life with God is amazing, it's wonderful. It is you, every day your mind is blown. In in and it doesn't always have to be the he will turn like God makes the, the ordinary things extraordinary. Like he will take things that are mundane and he will just infuse his magic into them and they become wonderful and life just becomes more colorful and things are just making more sense and i see all of that to add to say my last lesson that um for 2019 which is that there is more with god 
there is no with god there's always progress there's always you know it's it's always a journey there's always more to know about god there is no i have made it which is why christians and i think that's important because it, it keeps us humble it keeps us grounded and leaves no room for christians to be judgmental to think that they know all because we really don't you will think that i think i stay actively working with god in 2016 and i remember thinking then that oh my god i know god i know god 2017 came and i saw a new dimension 2018 came and i was like oh god i thought i knew you okay 2019 i'm like oh wow i've never even started <laughs> so every i learned this year that there's always more there's always more with god you know god to meet us where we are but he won't leave us the way he met us he always wants us to evolve to change to grow to be transformed to become more like him to know more about him to experience him more to to grow to show more love to have more love to have more faith to to for he always wants more obedience he's always calling like there is no end to god there is no end with him. Like there's always more, more reading your Bible. You could have said, "Oh, I've read." Or you could say, "You've read the Bible five times back to back, to, uh, back to back." But every single time you read it with the help of the Holy Spirit, it's different. It's like you're reading something new. You know, there's always more to God. There's, there's always more, um, more reasons to know Him, more expressions of Him to be had, more expressions of Him to to give to show unto others there's always more forgiveness to give to other people he's calling us to more obedience you know just to, to just more just more i learned that this year and it really is i think that as, as we go into the new year i think that's something to remember that there is no end to god and 2020 is just more time for us to know more about god more of god and to be more like him and to just do you know continue to do life with him and i think that 2020 is going to be an amazing year because this year i saw things or i noticed things and this year it was like there was a cleansing that's happening in church and it's like god is making people uncomfortable with being mediocre uncomfortable with just opening their bible every thursday every sunday and and midweek and during midweek service making people uncomfortable with just doing things that their parents used to do like god is calling people to want more of him to want to abide in him and to just want to express him more and and that's how i know that 2020 is going to be amazing because if we have more of him then we can do more on earth we can be more powerful on earth we can be more creative we can be better at our jobs we can have better lives and i don't mean like you know material like i don't mean having material things like oh car money no i mean just being full expressions of god on earth there's no point calling ourselves christians and we're not doing jack we're not we're not praying for people people's lives are not getting changed or different or touched because they know us everybody's just the same you know and yeah 2020 is going to be an amazing year like i cannot wait like i honestly i i thought there were times i thought 2019 was going to kill me and the fact that it didn't just makes me more grateful and more hopeful and more excited about 2020 because i saw what i have seen what god has done in 2019 i've seen the cleansing that he's in i've seen just the radical ways that he has done things like um, the most recent case is the girl, I think her name is Olivia, and she she died, and it, it just 
gave birth to this whole new dimension of faith because Christians all over the world were praying for her to come back to life. And just imagine that, like, in those days, the early Christians, they did things in God's name. And we don't always experience that now. People, Christianity has almost become like that way to, you know, maybe make money or to just to get material things. Like, I think that sometimes that's how we portray it that once you know God, you have money. And that's just, that's just, that's just Jara. That's not the main, the main thing. The main thing is doing life with God. And that cannot be, it cannot be tied down, brought down to what you can have you know the material things that you can have so i just have to say that oh i hope that you you got to know god more this year and i hope that you're as excited as i am for what god is going to do in 2020 like i can't wait i can't wait and i hope you can't wait too so concerning the podcast god is already doing things it's going to be great 2020 the next um season this season two wow Season two, they're going to have more people and they're going to be sharing their experiences and just getting different perspectives on God and faith, their faith journeys and lessons. And it's going to be wonderful. And I can't wait. I hope you guys, you know, join in on the ride and we do this together. So until next time, bye. Happy New Year.